Hi, and welcome to the Mouse and More Podcast. I'm Chris, and tonight we have everyone. We've got Mark and Bridget, Crystal, I don't remember who else. Oh, Liza, <laughs> Tony, Adam. Am I missing anyone? I feel like we're on the Hollywood Mark. squares. Mark. Mark. She said Mark. Mark. She said Mark. Bridget. I got Mark. Remember, we decided that Mark was like um, Bridget's understudy, but then he showed yeah. up, so we said you could come on. Like this is my big chance. <laughs> it's your big chance. It's your big it's your shot. Big- <laughs> It's going to be great, Mark. It's going to be so, so Mark and Tony, they were totally geeking out on Star Wars uh, toys earlier, but we couldn't rec- we weren't recording, so we can't humiliate them. But um, let me just say that it was good. Um, we're doing a new show tonight, and I think we have a lot of good ones. So I'm going to go right over to Adam. He's going to give us a little update that's not really an update on Space 220. So Space 220 is not open it's not going to open for probably until april they had a problem with one of the windows that looks out into space i heard you got sucked out into the atmosphere well some of the workers did so they had to close it off and they had to they have to replace the window which involves removing the roof or part of it and so it's delayed with the construction unfortunately so everybody thought that it would open on February 20th, but that, of course, didn't happen. Yeah, so. originally they said uh, winter of 2019, <laughs> uh, yeah. which was December, which, which, from what I understand, was never communicated to the, con, uh, to the construction crews. So then they pushed it just to winter, and now we're probably early spring, mm. or middle spring, I guess, technically, April would be, yeah. So... Yeah. So what? What's so seriously? Something is wrong with a window. Why would they have to take the roof off? Because it's a big sheet of glass that does not, you know, fit through the front door. So they can only get it out through the roof or the crane. Oh, isn't, wow! Isn't that like? Isn't that the same issue with one of the haunted mansions? Um, in the dining room scene, the, there's yes. a, a slight clack, crack in the glass. Oh, yeah. I see and it every time. It's like one <gasps> of the largest pieces of, you know, continuous pieces of glass ever, like, created. And in order for them to replace it, it, w- it would be like like they'd have to, you know, disassemble parts of the Haunted Mansion. Like they're doing with Space 220, taking the roof off to get it in. So it's easier for them to leave the crack uh, in, in the Haunted Where's Mansion. Where's the crack? It's it's just when you're when you're going and you see the ballroom scene below. Right. I always see it. I, I can I can just see it, but I it's I look it's like eye eye level, and they made it into like a spider web or something. I didn't okay. see that they made yeah. it into a spider web. That's the that's like the rumor. If you take the un, the uh, uh, Marcelina Magic Kingdom tour, they talk about it when you go. Backstage of Haunted Mansion. I just and see them pointing out crack to you. because I was um, when I figured when I heard what the effect was, I was trying to look to see if I could see the glass. But when I, I saw that crack, I was like, "Whoa!" Yeah, and it's because these are windows to space, you can't mess around with Mm-mm. you know putting pa- tape on it. So they got to get a <laughs> new window. Duct tape it like yeah. we do around no. here. No. Wow, that's crazy. You'll have to point it out to me next time, Liza, because I have not seen that. Okay. If it really was space, they probably are like just putting duct tape on it because it's awful tough to get the safe light guy to come out and replace a space station window. 
Safe flight repairs. Safe flight repairs. That's it. Yeah, that's oh the one. Like ladies and gentlemen, the off-key singers. <laughs> hey, speak for yourself. We were not paid for that endorsement, by the way. Yeah, that's right. We are not sponsored. No However, Safe Flight, if you would like to sponsor the show, you can contact Chris Wood. <laughs> yeah. Okay, Liza, go ahead. Speaking of off-key. No, that was not me. Um, the Pirates League, and we've heard this before, but I'm still I'm pretty upset because I don't understand why this is happening. I'm very confused and perplexed. But the Pirates League is closing at the Magic Kingdom. And if you didn't know what the Pirates League is, it is kind of like something similar to Bibbidi Bobbidi Boutique, where guests can bring their children and they can transform them with um, accessories and face paint and little costumes and turn them into a pirate or a mermaid. They even have the Lady Red package, which I thought was nice. Whenever they kind of made her a feature, they changed that into a package. They used to have Jake and the Neverland Pirates, but I think they took that out. But it's the cutest thing inside there. I absolutely loved it. Um, I I book it for clients a lot when they don't want to do the bibbidi-bobbidi. And maybe they've got little girls that would rather be a mermaid or they'd rather have the pirate outfit. So I feel like removing that as an option, it's kind of, it's kind of confusing to me. I don't know why in the world they would do it. Yeah, this makes me sad. Yeah. Katie yeah, started doing that more than um, Bibbidi Bobbidi. The red, yeah. yeah, she did it last year. And it's Mark. always yeah. full. It's just yeah, I did options it. for boys. Wait, Mark did it? Yeah, I did it with yeah. Um, oh, yeah, Katie yeah. and I did. And he did it once with Nick um, when Nick was little, and then he did it again with Katie. He did it with Katie this past year. I don't do it. <laughs> I mean, who, who doesn't want to walk around looking like a pirate all day? I love it. Yeah, because people would like look at them and be like, "Oh, how cute! Look at like da- like the dad got dressed up too, you know." And you can't do that at Bibbidi Bobbidi. I might try well, to make yeah. Girls. Didn't they used to let adults do Bibbidi Bobbidi? Yes, like a long time ago. Yeah, I and then they said, so, "Yeah, I think it was going a little too far I, with the hairspray." Yeah, mm. they, the way they shellac your hair, it's not good. Yeah, it's terrible. I yeah. swear it ruined Sophie's hair for like three years. See? I'm not even kidding. It just like looked dull after that. It felt like I could never get it out of her hair. Bibbidi Bobbidi cuts you off at age 12 now, whereas this, any age can participate. I just love it. I, I thought it was the cutest thing. There's no reason behind the closure of yeah. this. Nobody said why. I'm hoping it's to make a better one. Yeah, that would be nice. Yeah. But you know, you know yeah. what I did know what I noticed last year when we did it. You know how they, I guess, should I do spoiler alert? You know, what, what after you get it done, they take you back to the to the special room. <gasps> um, yeah. And, did you do the oath or your name? Mm-hmm. Yeah. Right. Right. Well, that was that. Like I noticed that that was very like in in years past. Like when I did it with Nick, it was it was sort of a bigger deal. It was a longer process. Like, but they just sort of like ran you through it last year mm-hmm. like it was it yeah. wasn't you know they, they 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 got you in there they took a picture and then they had you out and i was kind of surprised at how quick it went so i thought about that when they when i read the announcement i was like oh maybe they're starting to just kind of phase it out uh, these people are over it they're like i don't feel like doing this anymore <laughs> i don't know they, they all seemed you know that like they i think they like it when adults come in because they they like joke around with you i mean it was it was fun and everybody seems real into it 
I, mean, I guess if you're doing it, I guess if you're doing it day after day, it kind of gets old. But yeah, and I thought maybe it was because they didn't sell a lot. But I book it for people, and I can see on my calendar how much it's always booked. You know, right? But see, they did actually start narrowing down the amount of times that they had. So it used to be you could book it for the whole day, kind of like Bibbidi Bobbidi. But then now it's like from eight until like twelve. Oh, really? Yeah, and so you only have a small window of time to do it now. So they are definitely, you know, they've been thinking about it. It's just sad. Yeah, it's a bummer. Yeah. I like the little uh, sound effects, Liza. That's good. (laughs) (laughs) Make him a scurvy flare up. (laughs) With scurvy (laughs) flare up. So funny. All right, well, maybe I'll put something. I think I'm going to put something in there. It's a pretty big space when you think about it. Yeah. So. Maybe be- it'll be like a DVC kiosk. Oh my gosh. <laughs> they're probably just gonna they're, one more. They're probably just gonna make the store bigger. A dance probably. <sighs> the world's tiniest so my kids can get caught in it. <laughs> <laughs> All right, let's move over to Mark. What do oh, we have? Okay. Mark? All right. So last week a Lucasfilm exec had uh, mentioned I don't know if it was in a call or an, it was in an interview. Uh, and the, the executive was Paul Southern. And he s- s- made a reference saying that Mandalorian characters were going to be coming to Disney Parks soon or something along those lines. And um, and it sort of created this big uh, hubbub online and a lot of people were excited and it went all over the place. And then shortly after the announcement was, was sort of made, Disney asked them to pull that, it, pull that part of the interview down. <laughs> um, so, uh, so, you know, there's speculation that is, did he speak out of turn or, or was, you know, Disney obviously wasn't, you know, prepared for that announcement to happen. Bottom line is that there's no, there's no Mandalorian characters coming officially any, any time in the near future, at least um, according to Disney. So I, I just thought that was, a, it was an interesting story because it was sort of I, all over the place as soon as the, as, as the, uh, interview sort of went out it was all over the place that the mandalorian and baby yoda were coming or the child were coming to uh disney parks as for a meet and greet so i just thought that was interesting and and i think they're missing the boat on that by not bringing yeah. them yeah definitely mm-hmm. I, yeah i don't see why they can't put it in launch bay it's not in the you know the storyline of galaxy's edge and that's fine they have vader meeting in launch bay and sometimes like boba fett and such well, much, much like Pirates League, I don't think Launch Bay is long for Hollywood Studios. Well, I I think it's as long as it's going to bring people in and sell merchandise, which if you put Mando in there with piles of T-shirts with Baby Yoda on it, yeah, it will sell like gangbusters. So I, as long as it's pulling in people yeah. and making money, I think it's going to be there. And, and I don't think, and this is another discussion for another show probably, I don't think... Hollywood Studios is getting construction anytime soon until at least after Epcot is all done. I mean, they just they just put so much money into that park plus the hotel right next door. I don't I cannot see them taking stuff down for a while over there. So yeah. you don't believe the Pixar rumors? No, I don't. Okay. From what I had heard, from Animation Courtyard all the way up to the current Munisaburg uh, was going to become Pixar themed. Well, that would be nice. That'd be awesome. Yeah, yeah that yeah. would be nice. That that makes sense. For some reason, I thought it was just the um, Munisaburg area. And I was like, well, how are they going to do that? That's not even that big of an area. 
Yeah, and I had read that it was like there was talk of. I mean, there's always talk of a mini Cars Land in Hollywood oh. Studios. I don't know how often I've heard that rumor, but that's mm-hmm. part of what I read. It was that there's a the mini think I've Cars given Land. I've up is on that dream. You know, like yeah. for the longest time I hoped for it, but now I'm kind of like it's sort of perfect out in California Adventure. It, it makes that park really special. I think. If they did Radiator Springs, it's got to be indoors anyway. They cannot have that ride outdoors in Florida. It just would be down all the time. That's the problem that's with Test point. Track. Yeah, that's it's a really good down. point. So I, I, there's not a lot of space there for many attractions. And they just spent a ton of money on yeah. Disney's Hollywood Studios. Like, they got to do these other parks now. You, you mentioned, you know, we've heard Cars Land, Radiator Springs, you know. Um the sponsorship for Test Track is nearing its end. And uh, one of the other rumors, and not that we deal in rumors, but um, yeah, one of the other rumors is that when the Test, ta- test Track sponsorship ends, uh, it will get a Cars uh, overlay. <gasps> I oh, really? do not believe that for a second. I don't, it doesn't, I, it doesn't work in that park in the least. I just don't like that idea. Yeah. At all. yeah. No, that's no it's good. terrible. It's terrible. I mean, power. I suppose you could. I suppose you could do an overlay that doesn't really. You yeah, know. but you know, you know what they're they're bringing. Think about it. They're bringing intellectual properties into every other pavilion. Yeah. Why yeah. are they going to not bring something to test track? It makes no That's sense, true. though. I mean, no, it, it doesn't make any sense. It goes completely against what the original Epcot, you know, was about. Not about what the new Epcot is all about. What is the that. deal with the name thing? I I was very busy this week. What's going on with that? Uh, Epcot's oh. name changed to Epcot. Okay, so is it just all caps or what? I guess so. I mean, it's it's actually kind of it's it's crazy. I read it like five times. I'm like, well, it's Epcot. I, I was like, what did I miss here? <laughs> big, big on failing? Not really. <laughs> it doesn't make sense. It's an all caps Epcot. So instead of having the lowercase p and the lowercase t in the C, it's all caps. Maybe it's because they're sort of focusing on the old name, experimental prototype community of tomorrow. No, that has a lot of cartoon characters in it. And it returns to the original font. It is the original font. That's true. And I do like that. I do like that. So I I think it's looking, looking back towards the past, but headed towards the future. Yeah. See those night classes in marketeering. Yeah, yeah right. Yeah. That is very deep. That's very, very deep. Yeah. It is very deep. I just, I'm, I'm looking right now. I, I don't understand. Okay. Well, I do like the original logo. Anything that they can do towards the, yeah. the original 80s Epcot, I'm all about and I'm all for it. I'm all in with and, that. And they, they do seem to be drawing back a lot of the old um, signage. Mm-hmm. They're bringing back a lot of yeah. the original symbols. Um, there, I think there's a, a some mentions back to Seabase Alpha again. Seabase <gasps> Alpha. Um, yeah, I kind of yeah, like the, this. There's all sorts of nostalgia things, and, and like I said, I don't know if they're, you know, bringing in Epcot's past while reimagining it for the future, but it it seems like the past couple months, past six seven months, there's been a lot of, of of 80s, uh, you know, a lot of an 80s flair going through Epcot. Bring back Horizons. Bring it back. Oh, I know. You know what? It, it looks good. I kind of like it. It is sort of like, like Tony said, it is kind of retro and everything, but I do like it. Well, it's got a little bit of a jazzy look about it. Yeah, it's I like it. They have 
the Odyssey building they need to do something with, the Wonders of Life pavilion they got to do. They've got a lot to work with in Epcot. Epcot's getting some love right now. It needs to keep going. Did you see all the, like, colors, too? Like, the little stripes? Like, that's a very, like, 1982-looking kind of, you know, artwork and things Mm -hmm. like that. And I noticed they put that on a couple buildings, too. I mean, it looks good. It's on a lot of the construction walls, which I really think breaks things up because there's so many construction walls. Yeah, there's a lot. It is kind of weird. You know, I I was trying to think, and we talked about this a couple shows ago, how they're going to open Remy with all that construction in the front of the park. It's a hot mess. Will it be gone by summer? I don't think so. No. Like you have to literally, like if you haven't been there where the fountain is, you literally can't walk around it. You have to go through, you know, the the two buildings on either side. So it's kind of oh, wow. awkward. Those, those walls will be there until next year. They're knocking down West Interventions and East. They are gutting completely with new restaurant, new shopping, and they're just cleaning house from inside out. And they're doing it fast. Because they want people, construction companies, to get in there, like, right now, which is interesting. I can remember, like, 10 years ago when I started really doing Disney a lot. When something would open, it would be, like, the one thing that would open, like, every – something would open, like, every three or four years. Now we're getting, like, five things a year. Like, in in another week, they're doing a big media event for – Mickey's Runaway Railway. Like, they're making a big deal out of everything that opens, understandably. What do you guys feel? Like, you're almost getting, like, kind of, like, over it. Like, something opens, and you're like, oh, yeah, another creperie. I, I, th- I think I think it's an inordinate amount of construction because it's part of the 50 for 50. Mm. You know, when they announced the 50th anniversary, they said that there were going to be 50 projects. So. Right. I, I think we're seeing things, you know, March 4th is, is uh, you know, Mickey's, the new animated shorts building is opening, the Runaway Railway. I mean, we're getting stuff just, you know, openings on the same day. You know, they're not even waiting months or weeks between things, but we're getting attractions opening on the same day in the same week. Um, but it's 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 going to come to a to a head for the 50th anniversary, and then I think it's just going to die down for a while back to like it used to be. Well, no, they've kind of gotten me used to all this excitement. Then they're going to take it away. So we're at an age where social media is like king in terms of how you market something. Mm -hmm. So so they have to hit the mark every time that they're going to promote something new. So they're going to have a media event for everything. They're going to have, you know, your Instagram filter wall things for everything. Because they only have like two days to promote the you know, the heck out of this stuff to get it out there as much in, as possible. It, because then it's a 24-hour news cycle, right? We're on to the next thing the next day. We right. hate to say it, we almost forget about it by the next yeah, day. So it's kind of true. true. Yeah. So yeah. they have to hit as many people as they possibly can. So they're going to spread out all of these, all of these media coverages as much as they can. I feel like they're competing with the, um, with Universal's announcement of the, of the fourth gate opening. Um, I I hate to yeah. say it, but I'm not at all excited about that f- new park over at Universal. And maybe because we don't have a lot of we details. We don't know what it even is. But they're like Super Mario Brothers and, and, yeah. and um, something related to Harry Potter. It's the later movies, right? Or the earlier yeah. movies, but the uh, Fantastic Beasts, you know, that kind I'm, of thing. I'm way excited about my 
the Nintendo world. Of course that, you are. Yeah, right. no, I haven't. Been, I haven't been to Universal. I've never been there. But I told Bert, I was like, when that when that opens, we're we're if we haven't get got there before then, we're definitely going when it opens. Yeah, yeah. My husband's super excited about it too. Yeah. yeah. I mean, yeah. if anyone's seen him dressed like Mario before, you'll know he'll, he'll fit right in. <laughs> Mario. <laughs> so funny. Oh, that's right. That's mm-hmm. right. Oh, my goodness. Yeah. He's going to be stepping on some mushrooms. <laughs> yeah. yeah. I'm very excited about that. I'm going to yeah. be totally nerded N- out. Nintendo is probably as big or bigger than Star Wars is going to be. Oh, yeah. Because Nintendo was in how many people's homes growing up? You had mm-hmm. the video Right. Right? right now you're gonna be able to live you know your own nintendo experience I, it was a very smart idea to purchase that asset and develop it into your park because they're already they're doing it in in japan and in hollywood and florida it will be even bigger i'm assuming based on the amount of space it, they have so it's been around almost as long as star wars and if not longer and um and they and they have just as many diehard fans i think yeah so it's it'll be very interesting to see how, how it all plays out all right let's go to the next one i speaking of improving things and changing things bridget what's your story uh so cinderella castle is getting a makeover um it's like a gold overlay it's in time for the film's 70th anniversary and it's a permanent um update so um it looks like the turrets are going to be made like more of a royal blue um and then um like gold details um along like the edges and things like that i mean i think it looks really really pretty you know it's better than that birthday cake they had you know years ago oh the birthday that cake. was fair that was horrible see um, i don't but- like it I, I mean, Why? from the picture, it looks good. I think it'll. I think they'll do it. I well. think. I think there's a rule about accessorizing, and I think it applies here. You put all your stuff on, then you look in the mirror and you take one thing off. There's too much gold on the castle. I'm it's not too sure what I would. Out. It is. I don't know what I would take off, but I would take off some of it because when I look at it at first glance, I'm like, okay, I like it. But then I look at it again and I think. It's overdone, and it looks like a bigger version of the one in Disneyland, which I think works mm. really well, but it's a smaller castle. I, so. I don't think it looks different enough. Mm, I just don't think I, it looks that much different, except they just added oh, more I gold do, to it. got all that gold. I mean, they just added it's gold like, to I, it. Well, I think the, the concept art kind of, I mean, it does, it's not, I, I think it makes it look a little more animated. Hmm. In the concept art, so I think it's hard to tell yet. It's better than the cake. That's it's way true. better than the cake. <laughs> That's your standard. Anything's better. You could put a shack up. A shack. <laughs> a shack. There are people that loved that cake. Uh, I, I remember. I remember being there. I think I was like in high school. Worst thing I have ever seen in my entire life. But I'm sad that I missed the cake because I think when it happened, I had moved to grad school, so I think I had left Florida then. And because somebody told me the other day that they, I think it was Liza. She was saying that she had gone there and it was 19, was it 96? Uh, it would have been if you do that. I think it was 94. Yeah, it was like 95, I think. Because I think okay. I was in school but not quite graduated. Yeah, I just, uh, I don't know. What did they do? They just put like a plastic overlay on it. It what? was not, that was not blow up. That was paint because they have 
pictures of people painting and then unpainting. Wow, that's just what? really stupid. wait a minute. Holy cow. It looked puffy. It looked it puffy. Did. It, it, it looked puffy. puffy. That's why it, I thought there was like a plastic overlay. Like they just snapped it on like a Lego or something. Yeah, hmm. I mean the the walls itself, the cat now maybe the candy pieces might have been some type of like there plaster was some stuff or something. On it. I'm looking at the pictures right now. There was but definitely the, something on it. But most of that vertical pink of the castle was painted. Well, the castle might have been painted, but and it had something on it, like because they had those lifesavers and then and then the candles yeah. and all of that. Oh. I mean, and then the yeah. gumdrops, and that wasn't painted on there. That was a, attached. So, Liza, did like, you literally see it? it? Yeah, did I literally it saw it. I was literally Ooh. there when it was there. Huh. Yeah. Yeah, because I've been going since I was little, and I'm I'm you know I'm, I'm a little yeah. bit older. My dad dragged us down. To go see it special, he wanted to see it. Oh, that's so that's, sweet, actually. Yeah, we like went down there, and then we all like looked at it, and we were like, "Hmm." Uh, <laughs> oh, <God>. It <laughs> is definitely my kids. Do you will sometimes? Love it. Do you sometimes wonder like who gets the go ahead? Like, how does one project get the go ahead like that one, and another? Like, I I wondered that the entire first year of my Disney experience in Magic Band was out. Magic Bouncer. I was like, who decided this was a good thing? And I always had this image of like this 27-year-old guy coming in and going, look, everything's got to be on an app, you know, and all these older guys going, okay, you know, and it's just you, you kind of like, I would love to be inside a room where they make these decisions, especially yeah, the cake ones. Where they were like, that, that cake it's a great idea. It's, yes, it's a better. <laughs> was, it's brilliant. It's a did, better did somebody idea. Somebody owe that guy a favor? Was it somebody's nephew? I don't know. It's, somebody that's. Bad. It's a better idea than the time that Stitch toilet papered the castle. Yeah, that's actually true. I think that was horrible. What was that for? Stitch toilet papered the castle, and then they graffitied Stitch's king on the castle on the wall. <laughs> for what? How did I miss this? I guess that was when they opened the Stitch the Stitch uh, ride there. Oh. This is the worst ride ever. How long did they keep the castle like that? I think it was just for the day or two days. Yeah, it was, maybe. Uh, it was their standard year and a half celebration back <laughs> in the old days. <laughs> yeah. Does, does anyone remember the year of a million dreams? I yes. remember the, and yeah, I was all the bitter. Celebration. Me too. I'd be like, "What am I gonna get a night in the castle, or a free was, fast pass?" Yeah, I was deeply bitter because I remember that. I, I remember them talking about it, like you could just like go up to a water fountain and get a drink, and and uh, you could you could get something special. And so every everywhere we went, we were expecting something to happen, and we didn't get anything. <laughs> no, I, I, I thought I was the I thought I was the king of Siam, and we got off of Small World, and there were two cast members with a gigantic bag, and they were just handing out those little ultimate fast passes to everybody. What? Yeah, I still have it up in my uh, my nightstand. Oh, really? They were they were little plastic, and you had a little tab. And if you wanted to ride on uh, Space Mountain, you, you broke the tab off, and you gave it at the Fast Pass line. Oh, Very oh cool. yeah, Kevin got one of those. Kevin and one of the kids got one. So yeah, it's cute. We didn't. We got. <laughs> we got a park map. That's what we got. You got a park Bump map. Bump kiss. 
got no. I mean, but a lot of people got stuff. I mean, it was it was like a huge promotion. And when you think about it, they're not giving any way anything really away. They're giving away a fast pass. That's nothing. But like right. some people got like nights in the castle. You know, they'd be like, mm-hmm. "Hope you're not going home today because you've got a night in the castle." That was what I wanted every time. I, I was like, "Oh, please, please," and it never happened. I don't even want to necessarily stay in the castle because I heard they kind of like lock you down, but it would be, it would be fun to see it, you know? Yeah. Okay. I don't want to be locked yeah. down. No. Me either. All right. <laughs> okay. So I guess overall we're all pro castle makeover, except for me. Yeah. I just kind of feel bad for the people that are going to be traveling this summer. Like if it's their first time. Yeah. Castles and be under construction. That's tough. That's a big trade-off because even at Christmas time, if you want those pictures, but you want the classic picture and then you got all the Christmas stuff in the background. Um, or you got the crane. You know. Yeah, the crane. Yeah. yeah. State, state bird. <laughs> um, yeah. Here's, here's, here's part of the problem is, is the Magic Kingdom, you know, you want that picture perfect opportunity. But if you go between June and August, they're putting up the icicles and, and all the Christmas lights. Then if you go between January and February, they're taking down the lights. So you've got like five months with the crane in your background for all your castle shots. Now it's April. You know, it's going to be prime spring break season uh, coming up in a couple weeks. And March, April, May, you're going to have the castle with all sorts of scaffolding. I mean, it's the same thing we encountered last April when we went out to Disneyland when they were plussing the castle. uh, And we got to see a, a scrim of the castle. Oh, uh, but, gosh. but not the castle itself. <laughs> so I, so I, funny. I had this discussion with Cheryl and she's like, you know, I can't believe they're still working on the thing. I just want everything to be done. And it's like, you're never going to get that pristine park because what did Walt say? You know, this park will never be finished. Is so there's always going to be something done. But it what just seems Walt like say? the castle is always being worked on. You know, well, yeah. so castles it, it's, take a lot of work. They really do. They're drafty and musty sometimes. You could Photoshop crane out nowadays, Tony. Yeah, you could take care of the crane. That's not an issue. But when you have a scrim over the castle. Yeah, the scrim's hard to do it, yeah. All right. Let's go to what, I I don't know, like, I have to say I was really waiting for this news. And I'm kind of disappointed, actually, because the one itinerary I want is not available when the kids are out of school. So take it away, Tony. All right, so Disney did release their 2021 summer itineraries today, and uh, nothing nothing earth-shattering, um, no new major ports, uh, but there are some uh, new ports of call, uh, which are pretty exciting. Uh, the Magic is, of course, headed back over to Europe for the summer. Uh, they have a new port in the Greek Isles, which is the port of uh, Katakalon, which is near Olympia. And uh, the Greek island of Kefalonia is a first-time port of call. So uh, nice nice areas. Um, Dubrovnik, Croatia, the Pearl of the Adriatic, uh, and a UNESCO World Heritage Site is a new port. Uh, Visby, Sweden, which is one of the best-preserved medieval cities in Scandinavia, is a first-time port. Uh, the village of Yidford, Norway which is the uh, at the foot of Norway's largest national park, uh, is going to be on the European itinerary. So uh, those are things to look for. Uh, the Wonder is, of course, headed back to Alaska. Uh, all of the Alaskan cruises will be departing out of Vancouver, uh, and they will range between, I believe, six to nine-night uh, cruises, itineraries. Uh, the Fantasy will, as always, be doing their Caribbean itineraries. 
They will range from three to nine nights, and they will be doing the Western, Eastern, and Southern Caribbean. And then the Dream will continue its uh, primarily three- and four-night Bahamian itineraries uh, throughout the summer. So the booking window for the general public opens February 28th. Uh, Just a reminder that the the earlier you book your cruise, the cheaper the prices. Prices will go up as inventory decreases. So it's a good time to contact uh, Main Street and More Travel to get a quote uh, for a cruise if you're interested. And uh, that's what's going on in the cruise world. Any dream itineraries? Any anyone thinking of booking? All of them. Tony. All of them. Yeah. Yeah. Honestly, I think the Greek ones look look amazing. I, I know they have the yeah. Greek ones. They have like an 11, is there an 11 night on the magic? And an 8 and an 11, I think I read or something like that. Yeah, there's an 8, a 9, an 11, a couple yeah. sevens. Uh, I'd, I'd love to do all of those, but unfortunately we all know the uh, story about Cheryl and her tight pocketbook strings. Yes. <laughs> so uh, I, w- I will not be doing anything like that. Maybe you can help me with this one, Tony, because you know more about DCL than I do because you've cruised a lot. Um, Why is it so... They've stuck. They've stayed with the Mediterranean for June and July for the last I don't know, like three, four years, and Northern Europe has been August and September. Why haven't they flip flopped? I noticed they've done that in the past, but recently they haven't done it. And it's, I. This is all, of course, personal for me. I really wanted to go back to Northern Europe. I was thinking that would be great, but my kids start school in early August, so that's obviously not going to happen. I'm sure it's a combination of economics and weather. You know, as long as the bookings continue to go uh, well, uh, I don't think they want to upset the apple cart. Yeah. Uh, you know, which is, which kind of gets my goat because the time that they did in New York City in the summer, mm-hmm. they were booking at like 130 percent capacity, wow. which is not a bad thing. A hundred percent capacity means there's two guests in every cabin. Obviously, those cabins are designed to hold more than. Uh, two people. So 130% does not mean that they are overbooking. It just means that they are booking at a at a very good rate. And and they've never come back to New York, you know, and, and they, they abandoned New York for Europe. And, uh, you know, the European bookings are good, which is kind of why in the back of my mind, I think when we get a fifth ship, um, I, I think that I would not be surprised to see uh, the magic transitioning over to like a full-time European itinerary. Mm. Wow, even in the winter? You know, if not, they'll, I'm sure they'll find some place for it. Uh, but I would not be surprised to see a, a, a longer-term presence than just the summer over, over in Europe. Wow, that would be awesome. And that's just me. That's not with any type of insider information. That's just my general general feeling. I just love the idea, especially if you have kids. If you want to go to Europe, I think a cruise, not just on DCL, but a lot of different cruise lines, I think is a really nice option, especially if there's, like with DCL, there's a ton for kids to do on the ship because traveling in Europe is, I don't know, it's hard with kids. You know, they're not as interested in, obviously, they really don't want to spend all day in a museum or something. It's a nice way to do it. Yeah. Yeah, And and the European itineraries are more based on the ports of call. You know, a lot of these European itineraries, you don't have a day at sea. The ships generally cruise overnight because the ports are so close. They'll cruise overnight. And when you wake up in the next, you know, the next morning, you're at your next port. Mm -hmm. Then you get off the ship and you explore Europe, you know, whatever city that you're in. So I think it's a a lot, 
it's I don't want to say it's more interesting than than cruising domestically or or you know in the Caribbean, um, but you get less onboard time and more port time, which you know who gets the opportunity to go to Europe that often. So, um, and generally speaking, I think Tony, you're 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 correct. The weather in August and September in Greece, it's really brutal. That could be a really brutal time to travel to those places. Um, although um, August is a really is a really popular time for Greeks to vacation because there's a holiday in there because things start to kind of wind down and Greeks start taking vacations in August. So uh, I think that's why you haven't seen the flip flop. I don't think things are as reliable in August in the in the Mediterranean. Well, I can speak for Greece uh, only, but um, that's what I. I, I would imagine uh, the brutal heat of August and September might uh, deter people from, from booking those weeks. Hey, I guess I was right. So That's yeah. a good point. I'm going to ask Crystal now to talk about the menus for Flower and Garden. So the new menus are out um, in full for the 2020 Flower and Garden Festival. Um, there are a um, a bunch of the... Uh, stands that we already have become familiar with and f- dishes that we all know, like the frushi. Frushi will return. Um, so will that violet lemonade drink that I see everyone walking around with and I refuse to try. Um, there is a new um, stand. Actually, this is, I'm throwing this at Liza because it's called Magnolia Terrace and it seems to be. Um, uh, New Orleans-style uh, cuisine. Hmm. Um, yeah, there's... Am I saying this right? Boudin? Boudin. Oh, that's the worst. Boudin. Yes, there's Boudin two ways. That's what? interesting. Yeah, at Magnolia okay. Terrace. Yeah. I'm going to have to look into this. Boil. <laughs> yeah, a, a seafood a seafood a seafood boil, uh, traditional, it looks, I see a picture of it. It looks pretty traditional with, um, the corn and, uh, lobster, crawfish, mussels, um, some grilled oysters with Cajun butter at this new place. It's, it sounds kind of cool. It sounds pretty interesting. So it's uh, worth giving it a try. Yeah. I'm going to be I don't know there. how good it will be, but we'll, <laughs> we can give it a try. Yeah. <laughs> Uh, yeah, I'm going to be there. I'm going to have to figure this out. Report back. Um, Boudin two ways. Okay, well. You know, well, here they have it smoked. You can smoke it. I guess you can put, like, shrimp in it maybe. I don't know. I wouldn't do that, but. It says, it just says Boudin two ways with spicy mustard. What? I don't know. Nobody eats it with mustard. Well, that's how they're serving it, apparently. I don't know. You better get down there, Liza. I'd better tell them right now. (laughs) This is absolutely ludicrous. Louisiana people, come at me on the page. You know that we don't eat that with mustard here. Come on. I just think it sounds terrible. Because I remember when you were eating that Spanish food and you were like, this is like boudin. And I was like, well, I don't want anything. It was the exact same thing. It was the exact same thing as the boudin. It's like a big old sloppy you know you don't want to say what it looks like <laughs> <laughs> I'm so disgusting. Oh, no. i am 
want. Yeah, you're right. You just <laughs> the, don't want to get uh, there. The spicy hot dog with pineapple <laughs> chutney is returning mm. as well. That sounds like um, cool. <laughs> I don't know. Have, have you guys had a spicy hot dog? My husband's family eats them all the time. They're called hot never. sausage. No. Never, right? No, no I had never heard that. of it. Yeah, that was my nickname in high school. <laughs> <laughs> I knew that was coming. Uh, oh my gosh, did you see the Flower and Garden Festival merchandise with the orange bird ears? Tell me you saw this. Oh, I saw those. Excuse me, but that will their line will be like a mile long for that. Like oh, the first- Mandy, Mandy. Mandy, this show's going to be out Thursday. Mandy, no, she's not going to go wait in line for your for well, your well, orange um, bird ears. But, okay, and, but by the way, neither am I. So just Mandy. so you know, <laughs> Mandy. <laughs> All right. Yeah. No. Well, I mean, seriously, remember last year they had the orange orange bird little drink bucket, yeah. and like the line was like insane, and they kept running out, of course, and yeah, and then like by the middle of Flower and Garden, you could just walk up and get one. Okay. Well, maybe didn't you have- get one? I didn't want one of those. I want this. Okay. This is All what right. I want. They're the cutest things. I need to see. I need to see a picture. Oh my god, they're adorable. They're so cute. I love. Okay, those them. are ears that I would buy, and you probably can get those fairly. Those are really cute. I know, Mandy. Okay. I'm gonna be yeah. there. Yeah, they're really adorable. At the end of towards the end of Flower and Garden, so. I'll probably still have them. Okay, well we'll see. The, the orange bird is super cute anyway. Oh, I love the love, orange bird. Love mm-hmm. orange bird. I don't know yeah. why. I guess it's just so retro looking and it's that bright fun color. So Orange so Bird was the first album I ever had. My neighbor, when I was a little kid living in Northern California, my neighbor, her mom was like some executive secretary down at Walt Disney Studios in, in uh, Anaheim. And she would always give us free stuff. And that was one of the things she brought up. And we, we would sing all the songs because there was like a little book that came with it. You probably it was an course, album, like a record. So the Orange Bird was originally like an like a song, right? And I think it was sort of, it was more for, or someone could correct me, I'm sure, but it was more for Orlando. Oh. But of course, everything came out of Anaheim in those days. And so, um, yeah, it was like to promote, Orange juice. Orange juice, because it was like, you know, in the parks and everything. And um, they had a little book and they had this song about a cat doesn't oh. like anything that's easy to come by and he, then he wants to eat the bird. <laughs> oh, no. So my sister and I would sing that song all the time. And I've actually applied that to my dating life in my 20s. I would always say a cat doesn't like what's easy to come by. Easy to come by ain't no treat. You got to make the cat work because otherwise, you know, that was my dating philosophy. But I love, I love the orange bird, and you can't find it. I tried to get copies of it. Oh, so. but was, it came with a little book. Yeah, it was like uh, we like those things that used to chime, and you turn the page. No, it had no. like a whole. St- that wasn't quite that fancy. Um, okay. And wasn't it? It was like Anita Bryant was involved. If you, you Tony probably knows who that is. So like she was like I, one of the. I big do, Chris, and and check our group chat. <laughs> Are you sending me something? Oh my gosh! Oh, he's sending me the Orange Bird song. Okay. No way. I like the part with the cat better though. The cat is the cat was my favorite. Like even then, I like the cat better than the Orange Bird, and I was always secretly like, get that little big-headed bird. Oh. So, <laughs> eat him. From from a historical perspective, the orange bird was the mascot of the Florida citrus growers, as well as the Sunshine Tree Terrace. Yes. Mm. 
And did you know that a bunch of like um, retro loving Imagineers brought all that back like about 10 years ago? They started pushing for that because they were like, they were really into sort of like the early 1970s Disney stuff. And so they fought to bring the orange swirl and the orange bird back. And so we have them to thank for this. I'm really glad they did that. Thank Which God. is fitting because most of those imagine, Imagineers are probably you know, senior Imagineers are probably more our age, Chris, and and you know this is the stuff in the parks that they grew up with. Right, that's actually true because I actually had the opportunity to to have lunch with those guys, and um, because a friend of mine, they were a friend of a friend, and they were talking about it, and they were they were exactly in our age range. Right, so. and I, and I believe the next thing they're going to do is change the Orange Bird's name to All Capitals. that is a great idea no orange bird yeah exactly so we talked a little bit about the food do we have any more interesting food items to talk about Uh, at the citrus stand some um it was like a lobster tail with um meyer lemon sauce that sounded really Mm -hmm. good like that sounds good good. yeah anytime lobster i'm i'm ready i'm ready to try I'm ready to try. I'm ready for Liza to tell me if that is quality boudin. Oh, you know what? I doubt it. She's it's not going to eat it. You could not pay her to eat that, I can assure you. Well, the the only boudin that I've had that's any any good is at the market basket on the corner by my house. Uh-oh. Now people are going to know where you live, Liza. No, they're not. Because it's, like a, it's right. like a small chain of stores in the southern region around here i'm thinking i don't know there's not very many of them but they have a meat market in there and a smoker like a smokehouse and they have the best sausage and boudin and you just it's not better than that that's the best everybody knows it so okay and, and that's not good and nobody's putting mustard on it Mm-hmm. I'm gonna crazy. come to your house, get some boudin, and put some mustard on it just to mess with you. I mean, it's an abomination. I don't think you, I don't think it is an would. abomination. Well, you know how you guys have like those cheesesteaks, and Bridget said it wasn't a cheesesteak, or somebody's got. You know how you have certain local yes. cuisine, right? You gotta have certain cheese on it. I understand. Yeah, and is it's it, not. Is that. it the cheese whiz or like the provolone? What do you? You gotta have whiz. You gotta have whiz. 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 Yeah. It's whiz. That's the Philly way to do it. With with. I don't with like with. it like that, but I like it with provolone. But yes. So what that's... if I went there and I like was like, okay, I would really like some cheese whiz on there, and I gave them all my order. Would they be like, get out of here? You can't have yeah. it because you didn't well, order properly. Yeah, you right. gotta wait, wait, gotta say with whiz. Yeah. Right. With whiz. It's whiz with whiz with whiz with right. See, and I don't if, order. And if you right, and if you order it wrong, they give you a look. And then they're like, I can, I can handle them giving me a dirty look if they give me a sandwich. Let's put it okay. that way. If it's All a right, good one. Just... I've always wanted a real cheesesteak. Kind of like you guys probably have always yeah. wanted a real barbecue. Well, come on up here. We'll take you to, we'll no, take it's you to, too cold. to Gino's or Pat's. Or, oh, or... that'd be so nice. You don't want me yeah. going up there because then Bridget and I will go shopping and that would be it. Probably. That's <laughs> so, that would be a problem. <laughs> I went to Gino's and Pat's like, I want to say it was like last year or the year before. And, you know, there's no inside seating to these places. Right. right? So, but I really had to go to the bathroom. Like I really had to go to the bathroom and I couldn't hold it anymore. And so I went to this bar that was across the street and I said, oh, uh, can I use your bathroom? And they were like, oh, no, it's just for it's just for patrons. You're not allowed to use the bathroom. And I had to go so bad. I lied 
completely, which I never do. I was like, <laughs> I was like, oh, my family's right outside. We're sitting right outside. She was like, oh, then go ahead. So I went to the bathroom. I used the bathroom, and then I ran out of there like a bat out of hell. And this woman realized that I was not telling the truth, and she stood outside the bar waiting for me oh, to yeah. pass by and I was like oh my god oh my god we have to and I had to walk around there's like a park across the street and I had to walk around yeah. the entire park the other way to avoid confrontation with this woman mm-hmm. it was really terrible you're literally the worst New Yorker ever yeah. I, oh, I was so <laughs> desperate I was so <laughs> desperate and scared I was scared yeah. <laughs> yeah, right. like, two o'clock, like 2 o'clock in the morning like half of Philadelphia is around those two restaurants so she's probably used to that kind of thing but it's like a very it's a very communal experience. Everybody's there just like waiting, you know, intoxicated and waiting for their cheesesteaks. It's great. <laughs> yeah, well, if you're listening, lady, I apologize for lying to you. I really <laughs> I'm sure she listens to the Mouse Work podcast. She probably does. Of course she does. I, doubt I it mean, everybody listens. We've had we've had, you know, surprises there. Not no one famous or well, we don't know yet. We don't know. <laughs> Employed or anything like that, but yeah. Okay. All right. So every year we do this when Flower and Garden comes out, we go ahead and go through all the musical acts because really what we truly enjoy doing is making fun of once successful bands that are now playing in Epcot. <laughs> Never mind that those people are probably still making more money than we make just that weekend that oh, they're in Epcot, yeah. right? But still, we like to make fun of them. So I'm going to hand that over to Liza because Liza is our musical expert, having once gone to Lilith Fair. So go ahead, Liza. <laughs> Sounds like that in my car. It's uh, 1994 all over again. Okay, so the Garden Rocks lineup, <laughs> it's really good, you guys. I'm not even joking. Now, Peebo Bryson is a new act. And you, as everybody knows, he sang A Whole New World. And I believe he also oh, I sang... I that was a woman. He was... Peebo <laughs> Bryson was a woman. No. Peebo? No. No. No, Peebo. No. You, Peebo Bryson no, is the man. I just Peebo. imagine Peebo Bryson Peebo is... Peebo is male. Peebo is female. No. Right. <laughs> I just imagined Peebo Bryson as a statuesque Af- African-American he woman. Is. No, it's a man. I mean, okay, he's got well, like... Now I... Hits like, all she wants to do is me. <laughs> 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 that is, is one of his songs. I'm not even joking. But he's like got that smooth, uh, <laughs> that smooth voice. He did the duet with Celine Dion. Dion. Yeah, for Beauty and the Beast, right? Yep, for Beauty and the Beast. I'm there for opening day. I could go see him and say, play all she wants to do is me. It's my favorite. <laughs> he probably would love to say that. <laughs> I could get him to sign my, you know, I don't Can know. Can I go with you? <laughs> yeah. Oh, you're going to be down there too. You'll be a little busy that day though. Let's all go find she, him. All she wants to do. He, You know what though? He, he's smooth. I mean, there's probably going to be some people uh really excited about him so the orchestra starring former members of elo that is just a long name if you got to rename your band the orchestra starring former members of elo that's pretty sad <laughs> don't, you think, don't you think that's what's going to happen to the podcast like in three or four years <laughs> so the, the mouse and more podcast starring 
Former members of the Melting <laughs> <laughs> It'll just be like Toadie and Adam. Oh my gosh, we don't know. Okay, then the Guess Who, not to be confused with The Who. Does it have any members of The Who? No, but it's the Guess Who. So it's not The Who, it's the Guess Who, which always. Yeah, the Guess Who was a different. In their own right. Yeah, they were different. I have no idea. It's Well, they sang American Woman. Okay. Stay away from me. But they're Canadian. So, I mean, it's like, hmm. I mean, you're pretty close. If they play American Woman, Stay Away From Me in the American Pavilion, I'm going to riot. They will. <laughs> that is- <laughs> they're going to have to because that's like their song. Yeah. That was their big song. Um, Simple Plan's back. We still don't know who Simple Plan is. Who? I just looked them up. It said they're from Quebec. Simple Plan. Oh. Maybe they should go over to the Can- Canada Pavilion and replace those you know, bands over there. They can't seem to get one to stay around. Yeah. Well, Simple Plan, I don't know. The, every year I'm confused. Starship featuring Mickey Thomas. So Ooh. who's Mickey Thomas? I don't know. I was just going to say know. the same thing. No idea. He's, who's he's that? the guy from Starship. Oh. Is he the one who sings, <laughs> we is- built this city or whatever? But, oh, yeah. but why would but they need there to like, specify? Weren't, weren't there like twenty members of Starship that come and go? Yeah, you know, there's there's always different people in Starship. Oh, mm-hmm. so I didn't know. Well, was he an original? Maybe that's why it's featuring. I don't know. Yeah, I mean, it feels like you wouldn't well, have I to say that. Starship right. is different. They used to be Jefferson Starship, but because of the lineup, because it's Mickey Thomas and not Grace Slick, I think that one group is Starship and they can't use the Jefferson part. Mm. You know, these bands break That's up what and they name themselves and it's it's crazy. Mm. Okay, Mark Willis is new. Don't know who that is. I have no yeah. idea. The it's said he's a country new. singer. Oh, the Spinners are back, Mark. I am terribly excited about the spinners i love the spinners my mom does too she was jumping up Keep and down that draw back your oh, bow yeah. oh i don't even know that one um, that's oh, i love that can be. the spinners <laughs> sister hazel oh don't know who that is <laughs> sister oh, hazel sang oh. something hard to say what it is i see in you is that yes. Yes. what uh. Don't oh sing too God. much of it. We got to pay royalties. No, well, well, maybe Sister Hazel would probably come at us with that. You we only have to pay tr- royalties if it's sung well. Oh, okay. Well, yeah. we're so good. we're good. We're good. good. We're, all good. <laughs> we're in the clear. You guys, Sister Hazel's guys. Yeah, this makes it no is. Sense. Yeah, that's the craziest name. Okay, I can't with that. The they are like contemporary with Hootie and the Blowfish. Mm-hmm. Exactly. And I can't do yeah. that. I can't do that. I always thought they were the same band, but I guess I was wrong. They have similar sound. Up and there. Liza, Liza, I've learned to never take a band by their name because when I heard about the Bare Naked Ladies, I was all excited to watch one of their videos, <laughs> <laughs> and then it was like, it was like two guys. Yeah, it's disappointing. I'm that's sure. Really funny. Um, so the Pointer Sisters, and I'm guessing it's featuring all of them because they didn't say. Okay. I just have to say that years ago I was able to go to like a Disney conference and they played there and it was awful. It was just like really just embarrassing. Mm. Not, not them, but the people in the audience getting excited Aww. about when your sisters were doing their thing. They were holding up very well, but the people who were dancing, I was just like, Oh, that's <laughs> sad. Okay. So 
This is another one that I think is interesting. March 31st through April 2nd. Steve Augury, the former lead vocalist of Journey, is going to be singing, but he is no longer the lead vocalist of Journey. He quit that band, and now their new lead vocalist, Arnel Panaita, who is this Filipino guy, he sounds exactly, and I'm talking exactly like the former Journey guy. Steve Yeah, he might even be a little bit better. So I don't understand because I wasn't aware that there was a person between Steve Perry and the other guy. It's Steve I didn't understand Augury. This Who knew? Yeah. Just so you know, Steve Augury was the fourth lead vocalist and first <laughs> official lead vocalist since the departure of Steve Perry. Okay, so whoever Steve Perry. Okay, well, the guy. That, what do you mean that, whoever Steve Perry is? Yeah, do you that know who Steve Perry is? Filipino guy sings better, I think. I'm no, nobody saying. sang better than Steve Perry. But he just know. got sick of it. Something happened. I don't know. Well, I don't know. He, look, guy's good. Aren't they touring this this summer, yes. Bridget? Where, where are you going to go? And yeah, who was who? Who huh? was the lead? Who was the lead singer? Oh, I don't know. The other guy. It's the new guy. The Filipino guy. Like He's Steve awesome. Yeah. And Steve him. Perry actually did just release a new album uh, in 2019. Huh? Well, how do you know like, these things? After like 30 years, I have no life. <laughs> okay, so Blood, Sweat, and Tears is next. Um, what did they sing? I don't know. I don't know. But it's something I recognize them. from like the 70s, right? I'm going to look it up because our listeners need they, to They know. sound really like they're having a hard time there. <laughs> well, they've got Blood, Sweat, yeah. and Tears. Um, Wasn't that an Epcot band or was that Blood, Sweat, and Shears or something? That was Blood, Sweat, and Shears. That's Wait a second. Horrible. They sing, You make me so very happy. That's it. That's the oh. only one I know. Oh, nice. They have like is. bazillions of songs. They're a big deal. Okay. So there's going to be a so. lot of screaming. Mm hmm. That's right. Okay. They also sing a song called Heidi Ho. Mm. Expose. Expose. What the, do they say? I have no idea. Oh, oh a lot of things. You're taking me to the point of no return. Oh, oh my gosh. I think, oh, like, they were like back to like Tiffany, like that, like when the, mm -hmm. when she kind of started coming around. Oh, oh I remember. Panorama. Yeah, I remember that. Okay. I guess they could Panorama. get Tiffany. So they had to get these second-rate Tiffany's. Oh. My life is so sad. I can tell Seasons you that. Uh, change. I, that yes. they exist of uh, Ann Curlis, Joya Bruno, and Jeanette Gerardo. Yes. And I still remember their names because I had, like, a huge crush on Expose. Oh, really? And they were supposed to perform at, like, the spring fling of the US, at the U.S. Naval Academy, the spring of 1987, and they canceled because somebody got sick and replaced them with Lisa Lisa and Full Force and Cult Jam. Yeah. And it was just not the same. Oh, so wow. sorry. Lisa, Lisa. Okay, so I cannot the, believe you turned your nose up at a concert with Lisa, Lisa and the cult jam in 1987. That was a pretty big deal. It was. But if it, it, I was all geared up for expose. Of course he was geared up. Yeah. He was geared okay. and it won't uh, turn. Were you going to throw your skivvies at the stage? Exactly. Your big old Navy underwear? <laughs> That's right. <laughs> He's geared up. Whoosh. It'd be like a flag. He's got Whoosh. a sweat rag ready to go. <laughs> He's geared up. Okay, so then the next one is Berlin, which they did sing the 1986 hit from Top Gun, Take My Breath Away. Yeah. That's, that's all I, I don't know. know what else they sang, did but I know they sang that. Else? 
They sang something about being on a metro. I have no idea. That's the only one I know is from Top Gun. And then the next one is Flock of Seagulls. Okay. <laughs> oh, I, like I remember that. these, but I don't. And I ran. I ran so far away. Oh, that's actually the oh. song that they're going to keep having to play run. over and over again because nobody knows anything else that they sing. Right. I'd be fine with that. Yeah, me too. Listen, I I know all their hit. That's <laughs> 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 so funny. Berlin was kind of a big deal. I'm looking at all these songs, and I have to say, say I kind of knew Flock a few of Seagulls. Of yeah. Amberlynn. Okay, Atlantic Star. I don't know who that is. With two R's. So not to be confused with the one R. Atlantic Hold Star. On. Tony Orlando is coming to Orlando. Ooh. No, Don. Where did Don go? Who's Tony Orlando? You, well, okay. When I was a kid, my band teacher, I don't know what was wrong with her, but it was California. So just, you know. Tie they a would yellow make ribbon. A, they would make us sing those songs. So I know okay. every single Tony Orlando and Don song because my music, you know, you're like in fourth grade or something and the music teacher makes you sing stuff and we would be like, tie a yellow ribbon. Yeah. What is Tony Orlando's <laughs> net worth? How, how come knock the first th- night? three times on the ceiling if you want me. That mm-hmm. I sing that all the time in my house. On the <laughs> ceiling? Yeah. Yeah, he's living in an apartment, and he's lonely, and he hears this woman upstairs, or maybe it's downstairs, whatever, and he's like, hey, I have some money, and I just got paid. I think that's a different one, but yeah, that's another one of his songs. I have some money, and I just got paid. He's singing Another Saturday Night, and I Ain't Got Nobody. We've had to sing that. Another Saturday Night. Okay, then High Valley is new. High Valley. Don't know who that is. I don't, uh, I don't know what that is either. Single man. Well, okay. Um, I think they're country. I think they're country. That's why we don't know them. Um, Rick Springfield's back. Of course he's back. Mm-hmm. He needed the gig. Oh, he's coming cool. back. Christopher Cross. Oh. Uh, see, I would totally go to see Christopher Cross. We're going to be down there for some training, actually, then. Yeah. April Yay. 21st to the 23rd. Christopher yes. Cross. Have fun. Um, plain white tees. Don't know what that is. They sing "Hey There, Delilah." That's the only song I know. Oh, that's anything. right. Mm-hmm. Okay. And you know what's weird is all my kids know that song, and I don't know why. I don't know. Because it's 2005. like 15 years old. Yeah. Well, maybe it came back on a movie. Um, yeah, Don Felder, formerly of the Eagles, so that means okay. he's on his own now. He quit the Eagles. He was over it. But he probably can't sing their songs. Well, like one of them died, right? Or are both of them dead? I think they are. Oh, are both that's... The... Somebody They're did dead. die, yeah. I don't that know. is was... the theme to the Garden Rocks. Somebody died. <laughs> Somebody's dead. <laughs> this, somebody died. The really good one died, and this is the rest of them. <laughs> <laughs> There's one spinner left. There's only one spinner now. You got one spinner. <laughs> and you know the spinner it is when you see it. You're like, oh, right. that's the spinner. The other guys, they're just along for the ride. Okay. They're just standing there. Not, they're not spinning. <laughs> well, the real spinner is not spinning as much as the other spinner. <laughs> so sad. They're good, though. They're still good. Okay. Don McLean, the day the I'm excited died. about this one. Mm-hmm. That's the American Pie Guy, right? Yeah. yeah. He could just yeah. sing the one song the entire time. He does that one about, oh, it's Starry Night, Starry Story Oh, yeah, yeah, yeah. Yeah, I forget what. 
Okay. And Casting yeah. Crowns is Don't new. Know. That is a Christian band. And then Ambrosia with Peter Beckett. I don't know who that is. Ambrosia. It is a salad. Your grandmammy serves it every Thanksgiving. <laughs> it's not a North, we don't have that up here, but no. They, there's a band named after a, a, a salad. That's kind of weird. Ambrosia. It's, it's probably Jell-O like mold? funk. It's funk music. Uh-uh. Probably. I just made that up. No, I don't it can't know. be. There's no funk music. That okay. Wait, Ambrosia was special guest Peter Beckett since the 70s. Oh, it's a 70s band. Baby, okay. come back. Baby, come back. Okay. This time, I'm in it for love. <laughs> <laughs> I wasn't the last time, but this time I am. So, baby, That's come good. back. Give me a chance. This time I'm in. Girls, don't You know what this sounds that. like? This sounds like the soft rock by Time Life music. <laughs> yeah. Right. yeah. It does. Oh, Thelma Houston. Is that Whitney's aunt? Whatever, Thelma I don't know, but it says she's part of the Motown experience, and she's from Mississippi, and she sings a song called Don't Leave Me This Way. Oh. oh. Don't no, leave me No this relation way. to Whitney. Oh. And she's like in her early All 70s. Right, Crystal. Uh, she could be like a distant relative. Yeah, I'm enjoying she looks this. like it. She looks like it. Okay, <laughs> the Almond Betts Band. I don't know. Is that like the Almond Brothers, but with somebody else? I don't know. See, this is sad. When you're looking at people and you're like, uh, who? But you know what? That's what they got to do. it. They're doing the circuit. Oh, my gosh. I just, they just came up. And I think they kind of are. They are. They're like gr- the sons of Greg Almond and Dickie Betts, Aww. who were from the Almond Brothers. Yeah, go. I don't know yeah. anything about that. There I'm not going to lie. Mm-hmm. Well, you know, they got to do what they got to do. They're doing the casino circuit. Hey, and yeah, what rocks. I would play. Okay. Oh, you know they make they, a ton of money doing I don't this. really know. Um, Dickie Betts got a mortgage payment, yo. Yo, you he know? does. <laughs> 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 oh, my goodness. Well, because everybody from the Allman Brothers keeps dying. Like, didn't, weren't they in the band that was in the plane? No, that was Leonard Skinner. Never mind. Yeah. Oh, I can't keep yeah. him straight. Well, this is the theme. Somebody in the oh. Allman Brothers died. <laughs> air Supply, you guys. Air Supply. Another. Oh, I like Air Supply. Yeah. Tell me to throw his skivvies at the at the stage. Herman's Hermits, starring mm. Peter Noon. My mom would love that. Mom, she'd be excited. Um, Mike Del Judas and Big Shot. What? I have they no are, idea. They are a huge. Is. They are a huge. Uh, uh, Billy Joel tribute band. Oh, are they really? Oh, really? They do a lot of things. Um, I don't know. WFAN, FAN, which is one of the sports stations up here. Mike Francesa, uh, a big fan of Mike Del Judas. They perform at a lot of the uh, of his WFAN functions. Wait uh, a minute. Is he the one of the cover guys for like Billy Joel? He, they do the Billy Joel covers. That's the the big shot. You know. Oh, that be a that's big a shot. shot. Yeah. Do you yeah. know what so, Billy Joel annoys me? Everything about his face, his persona. Well, this, his bad this, is, this is not Billy Joel. This is the next best thing. So I know. All of Billy Joel's hits with no Billy Joel. This guy is covering it. You know, and then all Billy us. Joel goes and he marries like some woman who's like 50 years younger than him. And he wonders why it doesn't work out. Mm. Exactly. Do with that. Does he wonder? 
<laughs> does he? Does he care? He might not care. I don't think. I Billy think Joel those thinks. guys who marry women significantly younger think, "Oh yeah, she's really into me." I really do. I think he was surprised. Hmm. In my mind, he was. I think that about Bridget. Nice. <laughs> yeah. Well, Bridget and I was talking, and she's like, "If you if you want her to stick around, you're just going to have to, you know." Uh, well. On this topic, uh, just so you know, Don McLean, uh, Bye Bye Miss American Pie, is 75 years old. Wow. His girlfriend is 26. <gasps> wow. Nice. Very nice. I'll tell you, that is not a class A gold digger routine. If you are going to be a gold digger, you really need – if you're going to date that big of an age gap, you really need to get the money. And I don't think he has any or he wouldn't be playing in Epcot. Okay. Oh, anyway. that's true. You're totally right about that. Okay. All right. Bring Go ahead it and finish back. Up. Bring it back. Claudia Liete is new. Nobody will know. She's Brazilian. She sings Brazilian songs in Portuguese, I think, a lot. Um, that's not that confirms, So they could get Shakira. Exactly. That confirms, well, Shakira's Colombian. But that confirms Whatever. Brazil is coming to Epcot Pavilion, no? No. Uh, I don't think it does. You don't think so? No, but she's she's just well known over there, big time. Um, Way to tie it all together, Adam. Yeah, <laughs> you've you put you've put the dots together. I see. Well exactly. done. Well, I think they're going to announce it at that concert. Probably. I if if this is true, I will be like, wow, Adam has a little psychic ability. You guys, he'll give you a free. It's reading. not happening. Well, I, I don't think so either. So Daughtry is another guy that I don't know who he is or what he sings. He looks like a wrestler. American Idol. Yeah, he was an American Idol guy. Uh, yeah. I didn't watch that. So Daughtry and then Marshall Tucker Band. Wait a minute, Daughtry? I thought he was like a big deal for a while there. Mm-hmm. Yeah, he was. Yeah, um, he had he a couple was a hits. finalist on the fifth season of American Idol. I don't right. think he won. He didn't. He did not win, no. He went, but he was really good. He was actually really was good. good. That's well, apparently, because he's uh, touring and he's got an official website, so that's cool. I have an official website. Um, well, still. <laughs> oh, he's got a He was a for Bon Jovi a couple times, I thought. You guys, he's got a song called It's Not Over. It's Not Over. Yeah. Just yeah. in case you thought it was. It's not, because he's coming to Garden Rocks. So, <laughs> who's Marshall Tucker Band? I don't They're know. They're a southern rock. Yeah. Uh, I, I can't think of what they sing off the top of my head, but they're a southern, like a 70s, 80s southern I'm rock. I'm looking band. it up now. I didn't know that. I gotta go. Now, they sing Heard It in a Lug Love Song. I thought you were going to say Heard It in a mouth. Lug Nut. <laughs> like, what? That's, that's the Cars Land version. Heard It in a Lug Nut. Okay. Heard it is love. No. <laughs> okay, it's getting late. Okay. The next band is the pretty bad name for a band because I always want to say it's Chowder, but yeah. it's Crowder. Never heard of them. But Not I want to say Chowder. No. It's really bad. Crowder. Name. Crowder, if you're listening, consider a change. Consider a name change. Consider a change. <laughs> Just consider Oh my gosh, they've been a long, around a long time. No, they're not. Oh, it's contemporary Christian music. All right, and Survivor, which obviously we all know Survivor. Well, that's when you're going to be there too, right? Oh yeah, I mean, if, if I'm walking by when Survivor is on. Are you going to be like, dun, 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 dun. dun. dun, yeah, dun, this dun, is, dun. I have the tiger, you guys. I listened to it the other day. 
Did you really? <laughs> I actually did in my car. It's bringing it around to the Philly thing again. Survive wow. the Iron Tire. Mm-hmm. It, it was a like Rocky, Rocky song. Movies? Oh, okay. Yeah, it was what else did they sing? I don't really remember. I have no idea. They sing <laughs> High on You. Oh, I used to like uh, that song. I don't know. I mean, song. I'm embarrassed to admit that, but I did. I mean, it was the 80s. What, what can I say? I'm not that man anymore. You know that one? I'm not that man anymore. I don't either. Mm-mm. I don't know that one either. I just wanted everybody to know. Bruce Jenner's song, isn't it? <laughs> you gotta cut Backstreet love affair. Oh yeah, when seconds count. <laughs> what is that? The name of the album, but the song is called Backstreet Love Affair, and then the album is When Seconds Count. <laughs> That's Story of my love life. Good <laughs> When seconds count. <laughs> <laughs> Isn't that bad? Somebody get ripped off. Back to your love affair. Seconds count. <laughs> so bad. I'm sorry. It's bad. But that's okay because that's Garden Rocks, everyone. That's Garden Rocks. You never know if someone's going to, you know, croak up there or not. Who's going to take over? (laughs) (laughs) I must say I'm I'm very sad. This is the second year in a row that Nelson has not performed. Oh. Actually, is it Billy Nelson? No, Nelson are Ricky Nelson's kids. (laughs) And, you know, as cheesy as you may think they are. They are. They were a very good act. They did a little of Ricky Nelson's songs. They did some of their music. Did they sing more and than they, words? Yeah. No. Uh, no. They did. Um. After the fire. After, after the rain. After the rain. There you oh go. yeah, that was a good song. That was the a good sequel song. to After the Fire. <laughs> right. <laughs> after the fire. Then <laughs> they had After the Rain. <laughs> you know, I think you have much better. Okay. Let's go around and ask if you could bring one old band back. To Epcot Rocks, who would it be? I'm going to start with Tony. Uh, as I just said, I would bring Nelson back. Nelson, okay, Crystal. Oh, Hall and Oates. Oh, oh, I love Hall and Oates. Okay, I have two stories about Hall and Oates. One, <laughs> when I was in law school, we had to read the the case about the blonde one who refused to pay child support to his kid. He was such a jerk. I hope that ruined it for you. But if that doesn't, (laughs) my friend Alicia lived in the same town with the little short one. And when she was a cheerleader, her and her little friends were walking across the street and he almost ran into them and he didn't even apologize with his car and he didn't even apologize. He was just like, whatever, kids. So those are my It's not really that. Yeah. In in their defense, they are hollow notes, you know, so. (laughs) <laughs> I like Hall and Oates Oh my god, I never realized there was a play on words with that Yeah, they still suck Okay <laughs> I like Hall and Oates <laughs> Alright, Adam Adam's gonna be like, I would bring Justin Bieber I mean, I like Justin Bieber <laughs> The Biebs Oh, that's right <laughs> The other day Okay, Adam, who's yours? As a joke, I was gonna say One Direction What <laughs> <One> Direction <laughs> They've only been out for like five years. Uh, no, it's got to. You have to go with Orlando-based Backstreet Boys boy band. You have oh, to. Okay. Ugh. Okay. What are they saying? I I totally missed them. Like a hundred percent. 
Actress? Actress I have voice? no idea. I've seen their pictures. I don't like their facial hair. But <laughs> <laughs> I'm not even kidding. Um, yeah. I, is it? I wanted that way. Yes. Yes. Uh, oh, that's a horrible song. Tell me why. God. Forget it. Okay, we gotta go because I don't want to think about that song yeah. later. It's bad enough. Liza put songs into my head, some of which are are not appropriate. Thank you, Liza. Sorry. And I'll be singing What's them for like two fault. days around kit. <laughs> what about Bridget? Who are you bringing back? Oh, let's mix it up a little bit. We'll go with um, Gloria Estefan and her. Um, what's the name of her band? Miami Sound Machine. Sound Machine. Yeah, Miami Sound Machine. Why not? Do the conga? Come on. That is horrible. Okay, <laughs> Liza, who are you bringing? Gosh, that, that we were singing that song, Christina. That I like. Um. Wait. Anyway. Oh. Okay, the best thing about Liza is you can sing any bad country song from the 80s or 90s, and she will know the words. You cannot stump her. That's, yeah, no. Well, I had to listen to them. It was crazy. I didn't like any of it, but that's okay. Oh, sure. Like, you know all the words. You know you like it. No. Like, all I'd have to do is I'll say something like, well, when I was in Little Rock, and then you're like, Little Little Rock. Rock. Well, yeah. <laughs> you know you're gonna know that. You can't say it to her; she'll start singing. Heard it from a friend who. Heard it from a friend who. wagon. She was doing that. Oh, Speedwagon, wagon. Right. That's what I want. Okay. All right. Oh, good that's a good one. A good choice. Mark, who are you bringing? Oh, no question. Huey Lewis in the news. Oh, oh good. That was good. Powerful. Love. I love Huey Lewis in the news. We I'm actually so saw about him. him. What happened? Um, he has a, an issue with his hearing, and he can no longer perform. They're they're releasing an album uh, very shortly, but uh, he's done performing. Oh, oh so no! Yeah. So it's never going to happen. Sorry. They were great. There's, we did see I love them. Dudes. He opened yeah. for Jimmy Buffett. I, oh. Yeah, and I, I saw I, I saw him several times when I was in high school too. All right, I would actually bring REM. Because I uh, loved oh, nice. R.E.M. so much. Oh, and I don't think Michael Stipe is doing anything lately. Aww. So there. I'm sorry. I'm sorry. I can't get on this bandwagon. I can't, I can't listen to them. Really? <laughs> yes. Oh, my God. No. Oh, I loved R.E.M. That was like... Do we want to close this out? I think we, yes. we've yeah. abused yeah. these people enough. Okay. I'm going to turn it over to Tony then. Thanks, Chris. We hope you all enjoyed this look at the news. If there's a trip you're looking to take, contact our show sponsor, Main Street and More Travel, and we can get you there. Head on over to their website, MainStreetAndMoreTravel.com. Request a quote and let Chris connect you with the right agent for your travel needs. You can find us out on the internet, on Facebook, or under the Mouse and More podcast group. We're also on Twitter and Instagram. And we had mostly a full house today. We miss you, Rachel. Uh, and on behalf of Chris, Liza, Bridget, her lovely husband, Mark, Adam and Crystal, this is Tony, and we are the Mouse and More podcast. That's the news. Good night, and have a pleasant tomorrow. Night. Good night. Good night. night. night.